Caleb. Hey, we're back. Can you hear me? I can hear you, sir. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. What's up? What's up? What's up? Another good day. How are you? Oh, another blessed day, man. Doing phenomenal. That's good to hear. Um, I'm going to jump into it. You're listening right. to episode two of <clears throat> Shipbuilding with Cooper and Caleb. I'm nervous. Today's episode, I'm going to repay interviewing him he laid it out really well in episode one that you know a lot of you know his friends followers people he has influence on probably didn't know me and vice versa a lot of my circle probably doesn't know cooper that well so i have a short comprehensive list of questions i'll ask him and then when we finish uh we'll talk about our book club that we're going to be starting all right let's do it Cooper, you ready? I'm ready. All right. I, this won't be bad. Um, <laughs> this first section of questions I'm going to ask you, you know, kind of give me, give me ele- elevator pitches, but what was your, what's your family like growing up, man? What was that like? So my family growing up, uh, we are uh, African descendants. Uh, so my parents, they grew up in uh, Liberia and then uh, there was a civil war that broke out. Uh, so my parents, they flee to the Ivory Coast, and uh, my dad <clears throat> ended up coming over first uh, because my, my uh, mom was pregnant with me at the time, so the government wanted to let her come over. Uh, mm. So my mom had me at three months, uh, and then she came over. Uh, we stayed in Chicago for uh, about four to five years. My little brother was born in Chicago, um, and then we, after that, we moved to, funny enough, we moved to Moorhead. Uh, for, that is funny. Yeah, for for two to three months, and then uh, after that, moved to St. Paul, uh, where we were there for about seven to eight years, and then I had my my little sister was born during that time, and then we moved to Woodbury in '01, and that's where um, we're at, where my parents are at now. Um, yeah, just a family of five. Yeah, just. Just a just a family of five. Yeah, I got a brother, a younger brother that's up here in Fargo, also, and then uh, my little sister who's uh, back home in Woodbury. So, okay, cool. What was uh, what was Cooper like in high school? Man, Cooper, man, he he thought he was a big shot. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it was you know like so high school for me. Um, I was just an athlete. You know, um, you know, I ran track and played football. Um, my mom put her foot down uh, for the winter. She told me I couldn't do no winter sports. I gotta make sure I did some some church stuff in there. So um, sure. in the in the winter time, I just lifted. Um, but spring, I, I ran track, and then when track was done, it was it was football season. So so yeah, I was I was pretty athletic. You know, I mean school for me was you know I was about 3.8 GPA so I mean I, I had good grades um but like sports was was my life and video games sports was number one yeah got it <laughs> what was what transition then what was Cooper like in college you know Coop so Cooper like Cooper's mindset was going to the league like you couldn't tell me no different like I'm I'm going um, so, uh, well, so when I got to college, um, 
I told myself I was going to be a, a pharmacy major. Like that was, I was like, yep, going to do pharmacy. And then I think after my first semester, um, I had, I had like a three, a three, five, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I know to get into, into the pharmacy, it was like, you gotta, I mean, if you didn't have like a four O, you were not even going to be looked at. So I was like, ah, uh, maybe this it, is all while playing college oh, this football is, this, as yes, well, correct? Yes, this is all while playing college football. Yes. And so I was like, maybe I, I switched to something else. So I, uh, I went undecided for two semesters. Didn't tell my parents. Uh, <laughs> kept, kept kept them in the dark, and uh, I just you know I just stumbled across exercise science. I was like you know I like to lift. I like you know how the body moves, and so I, I ended up doing exercise science. And you know the whole time um, while I was still playing football, I was you know still going to the league, um, and then I got injured my. Um, my red shirt junior year, uh, which which put a lot of stuff in perspective for me. Um, this was like in the time I, I just met my now uh, wife Lindsay. Um, you know, so it kind of put everything in perspective. Um, you know, it kind of what was the injury? So I broke my tibia. Ooh. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So like I remember I remember like. Uh, like it was yesterday, so I was it was a run play, and uh, Sam Wajiri came up behind me, and uh, he like got tackled, and like I, I so my leg bent, you know. And at first I was like, ah, like I kind of like ah, did something. Happen? So like at first I didn't like no, I just kind of like limped off, and uh, while I was <clears throat> on the bench, I was just kind of sitting down, and like every time I like would twist my foot to the left, it would lock. Oh man! And so I was like, uh, "I don't think that's normal." <laughs> and so yeah, then I, so then I was on crutches at halftime, and then um, they had a little um, one of those ambulance uh, vehicles there, and so they did an X-ray, and yeah, it was it was a clear break. So so yeah, so that kind of put everything in, in perspective for me. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it ended my dreams, but it it. Uh, I, w- I would say it. It kind of made me think that maybe going to league wasn't for me, um, and it just and it just helped me change my thinking about what to do after after college, after sports. Yeah, after after sports, but yeah, yep. Okay, cool. I mean, we're we're gonna talk way more about you know your football experience. Just I'm sure like other things will just naturally come up. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna keep my. I'm going to keep my little playbook going here. So we, we, you know, that was you in a nutshell in in college. Um, Tell us just briefly, like, what are you up to now? Who's Cooper now? Stick with the third person. (laughs) Uh, So let's see. So Cooper right now, uh, been married going on five years uh, this July. Uh, Got two beautiful children. Uh, Got a daughter at three years and then a son that, just turned 10 months um he is a plant manager hey third Uh, person yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's a plant manager and he is currently investing in some real estate right now so and then looking for a couple other opportunities always well yeah always working on some opportunities but um yeah that's 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 cooper 
Cooper in a nutshell. And I and I work the bars on the weekend. So let's let's do a little mini segue on that. Tell okay. people tell people why you would ever work work at a bar on the weekend. You got a job, you're a busy man, you got a family. Why are you working at the bar? Man, okay. So so like so the whole bar thing Shout so out Sports I, Bar, I, by the way. Yeah, yeah, always. Always gotta shout out the sports bar. <laughs> So like, so I would say um, in twenty so twenty eighteen, uh, me and my wife we you know she wanted to start building and I was really hesitant and uh, you know we were looking at the numbers and I was just like hey you know I don't think you know I don't think we can do it um, but I'm not like so I'm not one to to tell my wife no. Mm. Um, smart. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're talking I'm building like, a house, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like building a house, you know, we, I mean, we, yeah, I, that's a whole nother, whole nother, uh, podcast anyways. Um, so we're looking at this and I'm like, you know, I gotta, gotta pick up some extra cash. And that, and so at this time also, we just found out we were pregnant with our second. So I'm like, okay, I got to make this work like this. I got to make this work. Um, and so I was just calling around and, and I, I knew, cause I had worked for the sports bar in the summer or not the summer, but um, back in my college days. It was I, one of your side hustles. Yeah, it was one of my side. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I reached out and uh, um, talked to talked to the manager there and, and they, they, they worked out where I could come, come back and, and work at the bar. So the bar for me is just, just a way to pick up some extra cash. Um, but it also is like helping me, you know, get to some thir- certain goals that I have marked on my calendar also. But it all started with me not wanting to say no to my wife. I want, you know, me personally, I want my wife to, and my family to, to be able to have things. Um, so if I got to pick up an extra shift here or there for something, it's really not, not the end of the world for me. You had a problem and found a solution. Yes, exactly. Yep. Cool. Yep. Okay. Well, thanks for telling us about you. You know, especially if, you know, people who don't know either of us or people who don't know you. You know, that's helpful just for the background. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm gonna switch it a little bit into kind of shipbuilding mode. Okay. Okay. Uh just you know, in your memory to get you to where you are today as a man, you know, what were some relationships that you made unknowingly? that had a big impact on your life, kind of your light bulb moments or relationships? So my first, lo- lo- love my parents, love my parents to death. Um, right on. <laughs> I would say, like, my dad for one, um, like, my dad was uh, very, very tough on me, you know, but, like, in a good way, you know, like, being the mm-hmm. oldest, like, my dad was um, the oldest in his family, and so, like me being the oldest, he wanted me to make sure I, I set a good example for my uh, my siblings. And my dad, like, so when I was going to college, like he took he took a lot of heat for me going to college. <laughs> um, and just seeing my my dad like stand in the fire and and you know doing what he believed was right um, really helped, like. I like like my dad's my hero and just mm. seeing, seeing him stand up for what is right just kind of helped me like you know if I believe something is right I need to stand up for it too 
Um, so yeah, just, just my dad and, you know, my mom too, just put, pushing me to be just a better person, um, regardless of what circumstance or situation I, and I should always have that integrity. Um, so I would say, I would say my parents, uh, great relationship with them. Um, and then when I came up to college, um, um, most of the followers will know, uh, coach Kramer, um, our, our weight trainer, um, for NDSU football, um, that guy, like he teaches you like, yeah, you got to lift and do stuff. But a lot of the things he teaches you is like about life. And I've learned so many life lessons, um, just from that man alone, you know, you know, he's, I mean, you hear about him, he's the, the guy behind the scenes at NDSU football, but he really changes, like, boys into men. Um, whether if you go to league or not, like, after he's done with you, you have a different perspective of, of hard work and, and getting mm. things done. Um, so I would say uh, Coach Kramer. And then, uh, funny enough, so the current job I work at, um, when I was doing – so the current job I work at, um, at Fargo Assembly, I used to work, uh, there during the summers. And, um, one of the managers that I would work under, um, you know, I would work under him. And, and I remember like one of my last summers there, um, I just told myself like, I'm never going back there. Like never, never going back. That's crazy. And, and he, so he always encouraged me. He was always like, Hey, like, don't, you know, don't forget, don't forget about us. Like we, we offer management training, da, da, da. And I was like, well, I'm not, I'm just in my mind, like, yeah, whatever. I'm not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so funny enough, like, so after football was done, like done, done for me, like I reached out to, to them. I was like, Hey, do you guys got anything part-time? And uh, he was real cool, real flexible. And, um, you know, he's, I would say he's, he's groomed me. Um, he's a pretty, pretty tough dude, pretty tough dude to work, to work with sometimes, but, um, I wouldn't have it any other way because he's, he's made me, um, into the, into the manager that I am today. Uh, I still got a long way to go. Uh, but, sure. but he's, uh, he, he's, he's definitely a hard, a hard coach, but you know, uh, sometimes, sometimes in life you need, you need someone to, to, to guide you in the, in the right direction. So hundred percent. I mean, it sounds like he had his eye on you and yeah, you, know, you just thought he was like, yeah, me and him are cool. We get along. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that like, like I said, you know, a relationship that you didn't even realize was going to have a big impact exactly. on your life. Let, let's go back to coach Kramer. Cause when you said that, I remembered, you know, this is probably how, how heavy were you your freshman year of football? Oh, how much did you weigh? So, man, so I came in at like 180. And then when you were finished, what like, you know, came in buck 80 soaking wet. How, how big were you when you were finishing? Because you're what, 6'3, six, 6'4? Six, uh, hey, hey, don't, hey, just chill, chill with the height. All right. I'm like, I'm like 6'2. <laughs> six, 6'1 six, 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 and 3 quarters, but I usually say 6'2. Hey, yeah, you, you stand up straight, but six two. But how how big were you when you were finished? I mean, because so, you put on some muscle. Yeah. So when I so when I was done, I was probably sitting around like between one ninety five and two hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you put on twenty, and you all. I mean, you're wide receiver. Yeah. So you I mean you had to stay lean and fast. Is it true that there was a video going around of you in NDSU uh, squatting like? five or six hundred pounds Dude, three times your body what, weight what, was that a video 
is it is is that true? I I don't know. So I don't know about the video, but um, I was. Can you verify? What what was that? Can you verify? So I was. So my max, like, so my max in college was probably like four fifty. Mm-hmm. Probably four fifty. I hit five hundred last year though, like outside of football though. But oh, awesome! Yeah, but I would say four four fifty. Four fifty was. Like, I remember. So I, you know, I was exercise science too, and you know, you just you get to be around the football program. Oh, here and there. That's right. It. You you were. And I remember there was a max out day. That's right. And I, <laughs> you hit you hit something. You hit some crazy weight, and the whole gym exploded. Oh, that you know, I totally I mean, forgot. You were you were like uh. Well, I might have been in. You there. were in there. I know. I was an were. intern. <laughs> I thought it, I don't like my memory's fuzzy. If I was there, if it was no, video, I remember but... you were there. Now it makes it makes perfect sense. Man, I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> Just moving weight. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I'm... pretty. That's pretty cool. I mean, like you said, Coach Kramer, he he showed you what real hard work yeah. was. Yeah, exactly. Which you're applying now yeah. in your life. Yep. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, here's a here's a heavy one for you. Oh man, come on now, come on. Why are you continuing to try so hard at life? Why is good not good enough for you? Oh, man. That's, oh, man. So I've always been one to. So it, so it was, it was crazy. So it, it was like a mind, a mindset that happened. So, you know, you, you go, you go through life and I was a hard worker. I've always been a hard worker. So like, I don't know anything anything different other than to work hard mm-hmm. um but my my mind shift just changed uh, you know a couple of years ago um just kind of thinking about life and you know i had like i said i had the plant manager job and um which is great and i just was thinking like you know i started re- getting into the real estate and was just like they always had that thing of if something were to happen to you what would happen to your family and what, like, sure. what would happen to your income? And like, it was kind of a shock. Like, yeah, if something were to happen to me, like my, it would be really tight on my family. And so it was, okay, I gotta, I gotta find like add a, a different vehicle or add something to what I'm currently doing and build something on the side that can take care of my family in the case something would, would happen to me. Um, and so like, and that's why I, I work as hard as I do. Um, and it's, it's just, it's just not, it just hasn't, it doesn't have to do with money per se, you know, it's, it's in every aspect of your life, you know, like I, I don't know if you're trying to lead into this, but the whole, the whole chisel dad bod, Oh, that's coming. Oh, Don't oh. you worry. <laughs> should, should, should I save it? No, or... no, go ahead. Just no, okay. I, I love when you're candid, so, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like it's it, it started with the, the, the chisel dad bod and like you know, so like the, the chisel dad bod is like it's it's yes, it's the work going to the weight room, that's when you see it the most, but it has to do more with just the weight room. Like, are you going after your goals and your dreams every single day like are you putting in that work to to be what you want to be five ten fifteen years down the road are you like my new thing is like are you chiseling every 
aspect of your life. Mm. Are you are you trimming the fat off? You know, it could it could be like in your relationships, um, like your diet, uh, your job, um, how you think, like what, like just, and so like you know, as I've you know got around different people, and 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 the key thing is getting around different information. Um, it's helped transform like my my work ethic to to something more desirable like something that um uh, like uh, to say uh, like a big goal or a big target so like the reason I work hard is is because I've I only surround myself with certain type of people so like I'm getting only certain type of information to help grow me and to shift how I'm thinking so so like when I'm getting up doing certain things there's a purpose behind everything everything I do like some people like so I'll talk to people about like just for example like movies or like tv right so I don't so before I had this shift I would just like kind of get up and like you know if I if tv was on I would just kind of watch put certain movies on like whatever like just kind of yep. time. um but like as I got around different people and different information um everything I watch now has to have a purpose behind why I watch it. So like, if I go, so like the last movie I went to, um, was, um, I don't know if you've seen it, uh, Hunter killer. Uh, I didn't see it. I mean, when you said the last movie I went to, I was like, man, I haven't been to a movie in forever. Either. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you don't have time for but, it, you know? But yeah, exactly. But actually I think it was the Lion King with, and I took, and I, we took, it was me, Lindsay and, and Brayland went to Lion King. Absolutely. But, but like, it was funny because every time I watch a movie, I try to pick something out of the movie that I can apply to my life. So if you look at the Lion King, right, it was funny. Cause like, this is, this is how my mind is thinks now. So like, the big thing I took out of the Lion King is when Simba like got, you know, his dad died. He went into the wilderness. Um, he got with uh, Timon and Puma or uh, Simone and Puma, I think. Yeah, you, I think that's right. Yeah. Um, he was a king hang, hanging out with people that weren't kings. And so he lived his life a certain way that was below his potential. Man. And and so like and I was there looking at that. Like, and if you think about that, not a lot of people pick will pick that up. No. And and so like it, as you watch the movie, like you like you need, you know, and then uh I can't remember what the girl, the girl's name is. Like she came and kind of jogged his memory, like, hey, you need to come back, like you're royalty. Like you can't be living like this. And it was like the minute he he realized who he was, he he made that journey. He made he got up and he he made that that journey to go back home and, and fight his his uncle Scar. Um, so like little little things like that, you know. I kind of got on a tangent, but no, that's no, that was a good, that's a good nugget though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're talking about relationships, right? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, and it's very cliche, but who you hang out with matters for sure. Yeah. So. No, I appreciate the insight. I'm gonna fast forward in my questions. Let's just get yeah, these, let's get the vanity out of the way. You know, can you you know keep it to thirty seconds, please? Poop. <laughs> Could you tell us uh, tell us a little more about the Chisel Dad Bod and the movement? So okay, so the movement <laughs> basically is so I'm trying to I'm trying to build a brand out of the Chisel Dad Bod, and I kind of touched on it that I wanted to represent like 
your dreams and your goals, like, are you going after them each and every day? Are you cutting out the fat, like, in your life? You know, like, trimming down, like, only the essentials. Like, all your energy focused on a target, and then everything else is, is a distraction. Yep. You know, that's, that's basically, basically Trillo Dad bought in a, in a nutshell. No, no, that's good. And, and, you know, it started out, it was, you know, a funny joke. You know, you just... Yeah. You just, you know, maintaining your physical fitness in the gym. But, I mean, people, the listeners can tell that you're not just trying to be an average dad, husband, you know, yeah. uh, employee, right? Yeah, uh, so, exactly. no, I, I, no, I think it's a powerful movement. Um, moving on, what advantage do you have over other people? What are you naturally good at? Who? Man, you 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 came with the heat, man. I got to go second, you know, it was easy. <laughs> um, you know, um I just I like I said like in just growing up, um my parents just always instilled in me to always be the best. Like so it was when I started it started in the classroom, like growing up, like literally I couldn't come home with a B. Mm. Like it was A's Anything less than an A was bad. <laughs> was bad. So like my love so my expectation like was instilled for me by my parents and then I've just taken it to every aspect in my life. So like everything I do is to a A plus standard or an A standard. That's a huge advantage over people, yeah. I think. Yeah. So you, like I just Yeah. Nope, sorry. You can go. Well, I was gonna say, like you, you, you don't allow yourself to be average. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, and that's that's just one thing. You know, I I feel like I'm, you know, a very hard worker. You know, I don't I don't think a lot of people would. Well, I feel like a lot of people look at me as crazy for working a day job. You know, working a second job. Yep. Um, that's crazy, up, Cooper. Why would you get, do that? <laughs> getting up early every like four out of five, you know, four days out of the week to go to the gym. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a crazy lifestyle, but it just goes back to like what I'm chasing, you know, like what, what's my goal. I'm, I'm chasing something pretty big. So that's, what's always, always driving me. Stay so. tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. I got a couple more, a couple more here. Okay. All right. Uh, how did your success in sports like, what are some more ways that that's translated over to your life then and now? So maybe, maybe tell us how, you know, how successful you were. Some people don't know. Well, how, well, what do you mean successful? Like the championship rings or what? I mean, I mean, you were, I mean, you put, you were a large contributor. I'll do your job for you. You were, <laughs> you were, you were a, a large contributor on a very successful division one football program. You know, maybe you can, go into some of the successes of that, but, but more so like, how did that drive you to be successful in your day-to-day life now? Well, like, so be, be playing for, um, such a successful, uh, team. Um, I'm very, I'm very blessed, very lucky to have had the chance, uh, to do that. But, you know, you just, you just learn so much, you know, I feel like sports teach, teaches you how to be very, very effective in life outside of sports um it teaches you discipline um hard work 
um, and just and just how to get the job done. Mm. You know? So like, so when you take all those things and you put it in the real world, um, it 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 you have a tremendous advantage. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's true for everybody, but I feel like most athletes would would agree that like what you learn from the from sports it translates very easily and effectively over to to the real world were you able to give uh i mean excuse i mean talk about you know people that in life you just know that they always have excuses i mean what kind of opportunity <laughs> did you have for an excuse on that football program there well there's no there's no there's no opportunity to make any excuse uh, you know like i mean literally it's you know, being on a team like that, you know, every, everybody's good. I mean, everybody's good. Everyone's got something. So if you're not like on point, if you're, if you're not a guy that is showing up day in and day out, there's another guy behind you ready to come and take your spot, you know? And like, it's funny because like in sports, like that's all I know is, like, I better be the first one there. I better be the last one. I, I better get up. I better be able to run the fastest 40. I better be the heaviest lifter, um, you know, be, because everybody everybody has something that they're good at, you know, but it, it's who can do it over a long period of time the most consistently. Mm. Um, <clears throat> like, so when you take that to the real world, you know, there's a lot of, I want to be careful. Like we're starting this podcast. (laughs) So I want to be careful. Um, But like, there's a lot of opportunity for, for someone who's come from a sports world that knows that all, well, all I know is getting up early, getting to the job, you know, 10, 15 minutes early or staying late to get the job done. Like not a lot of people want to do that. Um, But when that's all, you know, that's all you know. Like, so I don't think I did anything special. I just took what I learned from football and just applied it into the real world. If that makes sense. Oh, that's, that's good. Sense. That's great stuff, man. I mean, there's people that, there's people that, you know, have half the drive and are very successful. So, I mean, keeping that discipline, I think is see, I mean, that's, that's yeah. a testament to how much success you've achieved so far. Uh, what was your favorite NDSU moment uh, besides meeting your wife? My favorite NDSU moment. Oh, man. So, I, obviously, getting to the first championship. You, yeah, you were um, part of the crew that started it, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was part of the crew. And, like, so – okay, never mind. I shouldn't, I shouldn't go. <laughs> What's your second favorite NDSU? I was, <laughs> So, so, um, man, I'm trying to think, what was my first, my first, and like, there's a lot, man. I don't, you know, I would, I would say, man, I really, I really say like getting that first championship, like get, getting, getting that first championship was pretty tasting that success. Yeah. It was, it was pretty sweet. Uh, pretty like just, just the whole experience, like being the first time, like, no one's going home. Like we're up, like over, like over Christmas break, like up in Fargo. Like you know, everybody's like together. One, um, yeah, that was that was that was my favorite favorite moment. That's awesome, man. Right, can you tell us? You don't have to pick one, or maybe you can. Who's your favorite teammate? 
Ooh. <laughs> what? Dude, why you gotta say that? Oh, I mean, you could say your favorite teammates. You know, we don't have to, you know, you know, we were just talking about CJ. CJ, if you're listening, man, you're on the list. Don't worry. Oh, so, oh CJ for sure. <laughs> CJ for sure. <laughs> no, who, are your, who are your favorite teammates? And don't have to be like, you know, on the field, off the field, just dudes you, you liked that you connected with. You know, like, man, that's crazy. So there was such a good bond between everybody, you know, but like, you know, I, I would say the guys that I still see around here, um, you know, I see Josh Gat some, you know, quite a bit. Um, you know, it's always good. Marcus, Marcus Williams will pop in here and there sometimes at the sports bar when he's in town. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think who, who else. I don't really, I mean, I'm, I'm boring, dude. I don't really. Uh, You're focused. <laughs> I'm focused. Now, Brock Jensen, you know, he'll, he'll, we'll talk on Facebook. Uh, now and then. Shout out, Brock. Yeah, shout, shout out, Brock. Shout out, Brock. Um, <laughs> trying to think. Uh, you know, my, like the roommates, you know, I know um, like Brock, uh, DJ, uh, Warren Holloway. OG. Uh, yeah, OG. The o- old car, how we used to call it. <laughs> um, you know, and, and then, and then uh, oh, Travis Beck, you know, room, we were roommates there for a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I would say that, you know, like just, just the people that I remember like spending the most time with, you know, like roommates and then some of the guys that are still, <clears throat> still here in town. So, hey, so, hey, for any, all you guys out there, sorry if I didn't mention your name. Okay. I apologize. Don't get <laughs> Cooper, <mad>. Cooper's <laughs> not big time in you, you know, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not big. He's just, he's got a family now, you know, so <laughs> just got to keep that circle tight. Well, uh, hey, man, I really appreciate you sharing. appreciate you dropping some wisdom on us. Now, before we talk about this book club, um, is, I mean, anything else you want people to know about you? Or, you know, like, you know, your life, life's purpose? If you, you know, what, what else should we know before we move on? You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure I, I stay positive and I just, I just want that positivity to, to rub off on other people, man, like. I want to be able to have people to see, like, hey, I'm I'm a normal dude. And like I said, I got things coming down the line that I'm working on. And I don't want anyone to think, like, oh, just because we started a podcast or, or oh, he's doing that or, or Caleb's doing that. Like, we're, we're normal dudes just like anybody else. Like, we're not doing anything different other Any, than – Anybody could do what we're trying to do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. No, that that's good. No, that's hey. Thanks for letting me interview you. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being vulnerable. Thanks, um, thanks for dropping the heat, man. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I I gotta bring the fire. Just this one last thing I want to add. Yeah. I do not have as big as a shoe collection as Caleb. That's for everybody. <laughs> you probably do now. Well, 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 only be, only because you stopped. Yeah, I got a, I got a decent collection, but it's not. I'm not. I'm not. Touch, I'm not touching Caleb in his prime though. That's you, all. you talked about chiseling out the fat in your life. <laughs> that was an area where I noticed, like, man, I'm very fat. Yeah, this is not. This is not a good use of my resources, my energy. But gotcha. uh, yep. those were the days, man. Those things yep. never let me forget. Yeah. Uh, so when we initially started the podcast, we thought it would be, you know, awesome to. Uh, you know, do a monthly book club where Cooper and I read a book and those of you who choose to listen can read it with us and we'll make sure we put out a podcast and kind of go over our 
you know, top three takeaways and we chat about it, keep each other motivated to continually grow. So um, not to make uh, light of this, but, you know, those of you who are, you know, want to connect with either of us on social media uh, this week or the next couple of days, if you want to send us maybe suggestions on books uh, that you think we should read or that you want to read and maybe want us to read and hear our perspective, shoot us a note and um, we will, we will pick one and we'll put out a kind of a, just a quick trailer on what we're going to read. Cooper though, what if, so any of my, you know, friends, family that, you know, want to get connected with you, where do we follow you? Chisel dad bod at what? I mean, is that. It's, it's, it's chisel dad bod everywhere, man. So like, so Twitter, uh, chisel dad bod. Now I just disclaimer, Okay, so Twitter, someone took the chiseled dad, so you know it's chiseled, and then the the next D. So there's two D's in there. Sure. Twitter only has one D because someone, for some unknown reason, has chiseled dad bot on there. So we like, gotta find that guy. Did, well, we did, and he wasn't even chiseled. I'm just saying. Anyways, that's <laughs> another topic. Um, but oh, other than funny. other other than Twitter, you can find you know um, so chiseled dad bod on instagram uh twitter um snapchat uh facebook i haven't changed it yet but you can just you know cooper wallace jr um yeah basically a couple of places you can find me and uh be more than willing to hear what what your uh book suggestions are yeah let us know what you think we should read um the cooper and i love to read and we're big on business real estate positivity self-development um you know throw anything at us, there's a good chance we'll want to read it or maybe we've already read it, but we hey, d- we'll definitely want to talk about it. Hey, should we, should we, should we talk, should we talk about, should we talk about the, the virus and put some positivity out there? Yeah. What, what you hit us with it? <clears throat> no, man, I was just, you know, it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough, tough couple of months here. Um, but we just got to, we just got to remember that, um, you know, we will get through this. Um, and I know everybody is, is in a, 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 a mindset of contracting, you know, like bringing everything in. Um, and so I just want to challenge everybody to, to not try to contract every single part of your life. You know, like I put up a tweet, I don't know how many people saw it, but like, it can be as small as reading instead of watching Netflix. hundred percent. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be anything big. It can be, okay, what's let's, you know, do everything you can to get, to get through this time. But then you should be thinking about, okay, what's my next move once we get out of this, like lining up the ducks. So then once we get out of this, my next move is my best move. Um, Mm. And me and me and me and Caleb are going to, we're going to do our best to, to make sure this is positive. And that's the whole point of doing the book club, especially now. Um, when people are looking for, for positivity and, and um, just some certainty, you know, the best way is, is to pick up a book, pick up a book to, to help with positivity and help with mindset. Um, yeah. And just, you know, I know we got the social distancing, but don't be afraid to FaceTime someone or pick up the phone, call somebody, you know, um, get on Facebook and make a funny video, like still, still keep the positivity going. You know, this, these cycles are all part of life, you know, and, and, you know, what, you know, it's, uh, once the, the going gets tough, the tough gets going. So this, this will make us all tough as a, 
as a people. So just just keep that in mind, guys. We're we're in this together, and we're gonna we're all gonna get through it. So yeah, I won't take much more time. I don't know if I could say it much better, but maybe one of my suggestions for the first book we read will be a book called Peaks and Valleys. You know, um, hey. there's always gonna be ups and downs in life. There's always things that you cannot control. And you said it best when everyone else is contracting, you know, how can you expand? So, hey, appreciate your time, Coop. This is episode two of Shipbuilding with Cooper and Caleb. Uh, thank you very much for letting me interview you, man. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Yeah, you too, Caleb. Have a great week. And everybody else, have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye.